Hey everyone, welcome back to the Small Town Nerdcast. I am your host, Brian, and it is now week three of our Halloween Podfest, our October Spooky Story Podfest that we've been doing this month, where I've been telling you guys a bunch of Texas ghost stories that I've remembered or heard of or been told myself, and I wanted to share with you guys because I think it's fun, you know, it's it's fun to hear ghost stories or tall tales in or around places that you you are very familiar with or live, you know, that kind of stuff. And I always thought that was kind of interesting. So what we I forgot what we shared the first week, but I know last week we talked about just a bunch of the lights that people see around Texas, like the Marfa lights. And then there were two other ones in uh, Bailey's Light, which is the one near me. And man, there was one other. Couldn't remember it. But anywho, so hopefully you guys have been enjoying those stories this week. We're shifting gears a little bit, but hopefully you still find it enjoyable, entertaining, and maybe just a little bit spooky. This week, we're talking about the murder steer. So if you guys aren't too familiar with the murder steer um it is a cow (laughs) also has the name of the murder maverick and this this cow the steer has been known to show up whenever there are arguments or when something bad is about that basically it's a bad omen if you ever see the murder steer it's not a good sign. You should probably fear for your life. Uh, in the past, and what people have recorded seeing of when this mysterious murder steer shows up, is either someone was killed, someone was gravely wronged, or someone who had a lot of, like a guilty conscience, would sometimes come across the murder steer. And it's been cited as uh, multiple different ways as being ghastly in a way like not a full figure but enough to notice it's a cow some said it's huge some say it's like the normal size but all of them have reported seeing one detail that is the same on all sightings of the murder steer and that is the word murder written across its left flank like a brand and it's kind of funny and kind of interesting because the the reason why this story started and where this story's origins come from deals with a a maverick, which is what they call a cow with no um, no brand. And it's kind of funny because the term maverick also originated around the uh, around my hometown. Uh, the guy who was a, a a cattle rancher, I think he was from up north, inherited some land down uh, here in near the Gulf of Mexico, and was notorious for not branding his own cows. Like he just did. I don't know if he just didn't seem the point of it or was too lazy to do it. And his name was actually Maverick. Like that was his last name. And so when people would see his cattle and or see cattle with no brands, they would say, "Oh, that's that's a Maverick. That's a Maverick cow." And so that's where the term actually originates from, which is kind of funny in, in my eyes. And that's just a little bit of extra Texas history for you guys to kind of get you out of the spooky manner because I know you're super terrified of this story right now. <laughs> but yeah, so 
as the story goes, there was a um, a big cattle drive. This is like in the late 1800s, uh, or yeah, like 1880 sometime in that point. Actually, I have it pulled up here so I can actually um, give you a better idea. Try to build a scene for you guys. But, um, yeah, so just way back in the day, oh, actually it says here it was in 1896 is when this actually happened. So, yeah, it's not just like, oh, this is a, a legend of of our story like this is actually something that happened in history that you can document much like bailey and his in the light and all that stuff like this is another one that actually has a legitimate claim to it and so in brewster county which is just side of just outside of alpine texas there was a i guess what they would call i'd call it a roundup but i guess they called it a cow gather back in the day um it looks like the term roundup was actually made famous in movies and not something that people actually used while being ranchers and cowhands. But so Brewster County, they're rounding up a bunch of cattle. And one of the guys who owns cattle there is uh, Henry Poe. Uh, Henry Poe brands his cattle with HHP. You had some other guys there. And then you had this guy named Gilliland. Gil- there you go. I think I said that right. Our Gilliland. And he was a representative for an absentee ranch owner. And his job was to gather the the ranch owner who wasn't there, gather up his, his cattle for him. You know, kind of like as a, um, a stand-in for this guy. So uh, while they're he- uh, rounding up all the cattle and trying to separate them into their groups, the group, like the ranchers all come across a maverick calf, a calf that had no mother that it could be seen. Because normally what they would do if the calf was with a, another cow, like its mother, they would brand it or take it with that that branded um, cow. So the branded cow would represent the brand for the calf because that was its mother, which would happen, you know. These cows would have babies, and the babies don't come out branded. I don't know if you know how branding works with a hot metal iron and to the skin. But so, yeah, so um, Poe or Henry Poe believed that that was his cow. It, it must have come from one of his that was pregnant. And so that belonged to him. Gillian, however, didn't agree with that. He he thought it should just stay in the group because they weren't sure whose it was. And it's not with a mother and maybe it would find its mother and they could decide later. Well, Henry didn't really take too kindly to this. So he started kind of getting riled up and kind of started an argument and kind of they went their separate ways for now but henry kind of had this um in his mind so he goes around talks to some of the other ranchers around there and eventually he's able to acquire a pistol because he didn't really carry a pistol in fact what's funny about or not funny but what's interesting henry powell what only had one arm and so um I believe he lost it in some kind of fight or some war. So he ends up finding a revolver and decides to go up to Gillian and shoot him because he was like, who are you? You don't, you don't own any cows here. You're, you know, you're just some piece of shit showing up for someone who couldn't even bother. So a gunfights ensues and, um, 
Henry shooting at Gillen and missing, and Gillen shooting back and missing because one guy's got one arm and the other guy, I guess, is just a terrible shot. Eventually, Gillen is able to um, get the better of Henry and um, shoot him and kill him. Uh, after this happens, because um, I guess no one did anything to stop it or anything, uh, Gillen takes off and runs out to West Texas to avoid law enforcement because. You know, he is the odd man out, and everyone's going to blame him for killing uh, old Henry Poe, even though it was Poe who started the argument and started who shot first. And, like, this is, like, actual documented that he shot first. Like, th- like this isn't just a, a tall tale. Uh, eventually, um, Texas Rangers catch up to Gillen, and instead of just admitting like hey i shouldn't have, i shouldn't have killed him and stuff like it was an argument gone south um he ends up fighting back against the texas rangers and eventually the texas rangers shoot and kill gillen and um it was a really crazy thing that happened and this is not just in the same day uh, gillen was on the run for actually quite quite a while before uh, texas rangers caught up to him and killed him in a gunfight but between that time, um, the ranchers who were with the Roundup took the calf that was the cause of this whole argument because they were upset. I think it was uh, Henry Poe's son who did it. They ended up branding the word murder on the side of this calf, on the left side, because that's normally where you put your brands. But on the right side, they also put the year, the year that it happened. I think they put 1889, or uh, that some of the stories that talk about this cow or the murder steer say that it has the year of 1889 on it and what's crazy is so this poor calf gets blamed for everything you know it goes on to just be left out in the wild with no one to care for it or anything and they just leave it at that um shortly after you hear these crazy reports of when like people are murdered or things happen out in the ranch there's a a shadowy cow that shows up and sometimes it's red sometimes it's black but like i said every time you can see the words murder uh, burned into the skin on its left flank which kind of weird kind of creepy man so if you're out at night and you've got a guilty conscience or you're holding on to some unlawful doings Maybe watch out because the murder steer might be coming for you. What's even creepier, though, is there is another version of this story that's been going around that I found online where the murder steer is a little more responsible for um, the deaths that happen out. And uh, the murder steer, although I don't know what kind uh, in this story, that claims that it's a longhorn. And if you know anything about longhorns, they have you've guessed it, very long horns. (laughs) And they're quite sharp, man. And so as some stories say that the murder steer to take vengeance out and claim justice against those that have um, committed crimes are very heinous, heinous, heinous acts. There you go. That's the word I was looking for. I will actually impale people on his horns and carry them off to hell or wherever else the murder steer um uh resides i don't know man so i think it's a kind of interesting story it's kind of funny it's one of those more like out there ones to me but like i said what's kind of funny 
is like there is actual like things like this actually happened there was a horrible dispute where one guy shot and killed the other and the other one eventually dies by law enforcement and they did in fact brand this poor calf with the words murder you know like that actually happened uh whether now the like spirit of vengeance of this like the ghost writer of texas is uh running around with this murder steer like that's i don't know i thankfully i do not commit unlawful acts or have like any type of conscience that that holds that type of guilt so i don't think i will have any run-ins with the murder steer but can you say the same just think about it next time you're driving around the plains and grasslands of texas or even in the desert because nowhere is safe when the murder steer is looking for you (laughs) i'm sorry (laughs) but hopefully you enjoyed that little side story um it was one that I wanted to share, and if we're going to keep doing this every year, I can't give you all the best stories, you know, we gotta, not that this one is any less murder steer, if you're listening, this is not, you're not less than any other thing, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that will wrap things up for this week, and next week we'll have our final, and maybe most known Texas ghost story, or like most maybe famous or most heard of i don't know we'll we'll figure it out next week or i'll let you guys decide next week um how this one unfolds for y'all so uh hopefully you guys are still enjoying this uh is there any ghost stories that you've heard of or anything you want to share with we can talk about that and after uh october we have mm, excuse me november which is going to be kind of like back to the normal things and then we walk into december which has christmas and new year's so we'll maybe do something special with that i don't know we'll have to see but that's all that i have for you guys this week and hopefully you have um, been enjoying enough to share and like rate and review on either apple podcast or on podbean or wherever you're listening to my podcast at hopefully you guys are enjoying i know i enjoy seeing the listens and any interactions that i get with everyone so please keep it coming uh if you want or uh, please not if you want but please uh hit me up on any of my social medias on twitter instagram snapchat facebook everything can be found at small town nerdcast um some of them i think twitter i couldn't fit at all so it's sm town nerdcast sm for small town nerdcast and then instagram it's all spelled out um actually i think on snapchat i have it as bryfi podcast but you know i post things and with my family and stuff and some nerd stuff on there and just being a goof so hopefully you guys enjoy that and facebook all the same and even youtube i almost forgot about youtube if you look up small town nerdcast on youtube i have highlight videos from video games that i've been playing and also all the episodes here can be found over there um so if you want to listen to it on YouTube, like for whatever reason you can't get on your phone or can't listen on your phone, you can listen on a computer. But that's all that I have for this week, and hopefully I see you guys next week. Later! Later!